Attention, attention, breaking news here. Our brave scientists got the last discovery from the future decoded. That young man, St. Reeves, talks about technology we use every day for taking photos, like about something nostalgic and outdated. He compares photos we make every day to something he calls digital photos. How the image of human being or of some landscape existing in a real world can be made by artificial numbers. Arithmometer manufacturers denied to comment anything about this strange audio report. Experts from differing countries have their sleepless nights, but still keep silence. Hope that this discovery won't become dangerous for anyone. Stay with our radio wave. After a special sound, you'll be able to listen to this strange message from the future, exclusively on our radio wave, Culture Digger Podcast, episode the second special. Thank you. Special, 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 special. Yeah! That's the special episode number two! Hey hey! Welcome back, dear listener. My name is Sandy Reeves, and this is Culture Digger Podcast, the podcast about cultural phenomena, decade reviews, architecture and design, and too many other interesting stuff. This is a special episode where I'm extra subjective and I'm speaking only about something I really love and only my thoughts here without any research, only my knowledge that I have to the moment of this recording. This episode is about my love to photography at all and I would like to start with thesis number one. Why I think that photography is an endless activity for human, like playing the musical instruments. So if we'll try to remember history, human tried to illustrate reality during all his history. And the photography, in my opinion, is just one more instrument to do this. And that's a big question. Would humanity use photography or work of artists if anyone wouldn't get old in that way that it is in our life? If anybody would not change his or her appearance during his or her life, what gonna be with all our graphical, visual arts, fine arts, if you like? I understand that there is a motivation of artists, his will to create something. But besides that, what would it be? And maybe the will of artists is the answer to the thesis number two that I would like to pronounce today. And this thesis sounds like... Somebody always takes photo, and in some period of life, it's you. This thesis can be used with other special professions. For example, somebody is DJ in any age, in 2000s, 
in 80s there were DJs and there were disc jockeys in some previous times, so they exist and that's all. You can stop figuring out anything else, just the existence and the function that this person makes possible every day. For example, the function of a photographer is to fixate the history and to create a piece of art. And the function of DJ is to entertain people, to play some music. If there were not disc jockeys, for example, in the 19th century, they were musicians, and the function was the same. And if you want to start some hobby or activity, and you're confused that this activity is not modern, it's outdated, it's not cool to do this, you're wrong because starting any activity, you're gonna run some function, and there is a chance that the function you're gonna run with this activity is pretty eternal. I am quite sure that you're gonna have something like satisfaction, more or less, if you do such activity, if you try something new for yourself. So go ahead, just start something, like I started this podcast, and I understand that I'm pretty tight in this episode, but I'll try to do my best. And when I recognize that I started a psychology lesson, in my episode or some self-digging or digging of something that is not the topic of discussion, I want to play this melody. That's a psychology wave in Culture Digger podcast and I hope that I end it right now. Oh, that's a such smoothing melody. I can fall into sleep now, but I stay strong because I'm a podcaster, I'm a broadcaster, I'm here for you and I can continue. What a dramatic moment. And after six or six and a half minutes of some introduction, I can start the topic of film photography. Why is it better than digital photography? Maybe it's not better. That's just completely different. Something that is more romantic, nostalgic, and emotional. Okay, let me provide some pros to film photos. The first wonderful, beautiful grain. You just can't ignore it. It's really, really beautiful. I love film grain. Just look at these photos. They're so warm and cozy. Nice. That's why this episode is extra subjective. I warned you. Second, you get physical photo prints. Yes, photo prints, not what you thought about. Right after developing the film. The third, you won't make 10 or 20 useless shots and will do your best on two or three maximum tries. You can take such a photo that won't be easily recognized in what year it is made. And now I want to deconstruct every point. In my view, film grain is better than some color noise that you can get with compression in digital photos. And also you should remember that the resolution of photo made with film can be much bigger than the resolution of your digital camera sensor. For example, if we use small, normal 35mm film that you saw in a typical small cameras, you can get an image 
that can be estimated like 20 megapixels or more. There are different estimations and I provide today only the information from Wikipedia because it was a really big day. If we talk about the 120 medium format of film, the negatives are nearly 61 millimeters. This film format can bring you nearly 83 megapixels. That's enormous. That's really cool. That's why professional photographers used to work with film cameras for too many years and in 2000s they didn't use digital cameras in some situations because they had a task to get the maximum resolution and quality to photos they make. But there is one more serious technical point that if you want to work with film professionally, you should have a professional scanner for the film because with a typical common scanner from your office, you won't get all these information. It isn't just prepared for such a work. Even if it has some frame for your films in 35mm, that's just a compromise. Of course, the process of developing film doesn't provide you the printed copies of these photos. But when you're going to some photo store that has such services as developing and printing, you pretend to purchase a service of printing photos right after you developed it. So you won't lose these photos in print. You just get these photos, put them to some box or to album and you have them. And all our digital photos are somewhere on hard disk, in the cloud, anywhere but not on your shelf. And I don't like this. Maybe I'm old-fashioned a bit with this, but I think that something important in your life can be printed, can be touchable with your hands. The third is really easy, but you just love the process of adjusting all the parameters that you should find correctly to get your photo sharp and beautiful. When you start to feel the exposition parameters, that's crazy, that's awesome. I love this. And I think there are too many people that can understand me. Because when you adjust it in a manual mode in your digital camera, that's something different. That's type of a moment when you think, I cannot make too many mistakes. I have only 36 frames in my film, so I won't lose them. I want my great shots tomorrow after developing or two, three days later, so I'll do my best. I'll try. Because you really hate to fail with film photos. And the wonderful fourth benefit of film shooting is time traveling moment. I'm not talking now about some adjustment of date like 1999 or 1995. That's easy. And if you can find a place in the city without modern cars, without billboards, without people that are dressed up like it's 2020, <laughs> you can make a time travel photo. You can make such a photo that nobody gonna recognize from what year is it? When it was released? 2005 or 1995? It doesn't matter. If 
the architecture is old enough in this or some beautiful river or that's a nature and countryside. You can take photo of anything and get the feeling of 2000s, 80s, 90s, 60s. If background of this photo is old enough, you're welcome. Come on, come on, come on, comment my episodes. I'm tired to tell you. Just give me any review. I'm gonna be angry soon. Please comment. And there is a person that can talk about photos much better than me. Extremely better. That's a podcast produced by Marcos de Paula. And the speaker here is Alan Clark. Just listen to this. I'll put some links in Twitter and into the description of this episode. Many thanks to every listener. You all are awesome that you're here downloading my work. That episode maybe was not the best, but I'm tired and I'm happy that I'm not doing it only for myself, that there are listeners that are with me at my show. Many thanks. Have the kindest and the greatest day tomorrow. Bye.